Hey everyone, welcome back to Radical Hope Radio. I'm Lucy, a member of the Radical Hope team. Radical Hope was founded in 2018 by Pam and Phil Martin after they tragically lost their son Chris to suicide. We are committed to building resilience in young lives. We work with proven organizations that deliver on that mission by helping young people to connect, engage, feel empowered, and improve their overall mental wellness. Today we're talking to Alex. Um, She is a freshman at University of Miami, um, and she recently participated in our radical health uh, program at University of Miami. So Alex, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I look forward to this conversation so much. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Um, So if you want to tell us a little bit, some background information, your age, um, we said you're a freshman, but you can say that again, your major, um, anything else you're involved in at University of Miami, anything like that? Yeah, so I'm 18 years old. Um, like I said, I'm a freshman. I'm currently double majoring in global health studies and health management and policy. Um, I am a remote student, meant to be a commuter student, but um, I've got to see best of both worlds. And yeah, that's a little bit about me. Awesome. Very cool. Um, so we can talk a little bit about radical health. Um, and if you want to tell us how you heard about radical health, um, where you initially saw it and kind of like what piqued your interest in signing up for the program. Yeah. So, um, I got introduced to radical health through the commuter student, um, program at the university of Miami. Um, we receive frequent emails with events that are going on that are specific to commuter students and, um, we were introduced to the radical health program and automatically I said, I want to join, join this. I want to do it. I want to talk about mental health. I want to talk about physical health, spiritual health. It's, um, it really grabbed my attention because in the past year, um, I've been going through my own little journey. I've been going through my own self-improvement and, uh, these conversations and this specific topic has been coming up so much in my life. Um, that I knew I wanted to talk about it more. And this was just another platform for me to be able to. Awesome. Um, And being interested in sort of mental health and mental wellness, um, has that always been something that's sort of in your life? Um, Or is that, like you said, kind of newer for you in the last year or so? Um, What kind of made you interested in that mental wellness aspect and and if you want to talk about like why you think it's so important you can too yeah so um the mental health um journey for me started uh just over a year ago it started um when the pandemic started (laughs) um it was so hard being inside and i'm sure many people can relate uh, the difficulties of being at home uh, so much and for so long. And during that time, I really focused on what made me feel good, um, how I could make myself better, and what was it that I needed to do to get those good feelings. Um, and a lot of that did stem from the core, which is mental health, in my opinion. Um, 
everything kind of centers back into mental health, or you could see mental health kind of as the umbrella um, to everything. But yeah, when I first started um, seeing myself in a different like perspective and try and find uh, way, um, things that made me feel good, I always realized that it was my mental health that was at the center of it. I realized that if um, something in my mental health, like any of my priorities, like my emotions um, or my stability in my emotions was off, then um, everything else kind of fell off as well, whether that be me taking care of my physical health or my spiritual health. Um, So yeah, when I first started it and still as of now, I believe that mental health is the center of making yourself feel the best be the best person that you can be um, and really paying attention to that and paying attention and actually improving your mental health is what allows you to be your best self. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think um, you said it really well. And I think a lot of people um, will relate to your kind of story that you're telling that a year ago is when they really started to think about mental health because, you know, we had this sort of traumatic event happen to us pretty much a year ago um, on the dot. And collectively, we were all in this really weird situation that no one ever been in before. And so I think, like you said, a lot of people, um, just similar to you, kind of had to start really thinking about mental health in different ways too because we had to start kind of thinking about how to make ourselves feel good and what made us happy outside of you know our normal day-to-day lives and what we did on the weekends and what we did with our friends and different things like that so I think um, that conversation has really started to pick up in the last year and a lot more people especially young people are kind of learning to talk about mental health more openly um, which I think is really important. I completely agree. I think um, when you come to that place and you come to that realization that in your life, it really is just you, no matter how many friends you have, no matter how uh, big your family is, it really at the end of the day is just you and you should put yourself first in a lot of situations. And when you come to a point where you kind of feel helpless and you kind of feel like everything is falling apart around you. Really the most stability that stability that you can find is with your mental health. Um, If it's kind of falling apart or if it's kind of chaotic up in your head, it's so hard to lose focus on what actually matters and lose focus in your priorities and your well-being, well-being, um, so yeah, I, when COVID happened and everything seemed like it was falling apart, for me, my biggest coping mechanism was finding things that made me felt good and kind of really focusing on the mental health aspect of it. Yeah, I think that's super important. Um, so you recently did uh, went through the Radical Health Program. Um, and do you feel like you... Um, kind of gained those skills that you're talking about Um, through that program? Do you feel like you found new ways to kind of 
find that happiness or just kind of ground yourself in any way or anything new you learned? Yes. (laughs) So for me, radical health was probably the best thing that's happened to me as of yet um, in college, as a college student. Um, I kind of went, I I dived into radical health, really. Um, I was very involved with it and our conversations, just everything was so engaging for me. And for me, being a part of the group and being um, kind of creating that community with the other people that were involved with the radical health program at UM was such a great kind of de-stressor for me. It was a outlet for me. Um, Being a remote student, it's really hard, or even a commuter student as well, it's sometimes hard to create those connections, especially now being online. Um, And a lot of things are online. It's so hard to actually get those face-to-face connections. And I was used to them so much. I loved talking to people. I loved communicating with people, but it was so hard when COVID started and it was, it's still hard. Um, But I think that through radical health and um, having that set time that you're meeting up with your friends, um, because I see them all as my friends now, um, having that set time to um, talk to people that you enjoy talking to and talking about things that you enjoy talking about was such a great outlet for me. And I think it was so important and uh, it was so important that I did join it and that I did enjoy it. Yeah, I think, I mean, that's so awesome. And I don't know if you feel the same way, but I think sometimes, um, this, these kind of structured conversations around mental wellness or health um, can be sort of daunting. Like people kind of shy away from them or feel a little nervous to kind of open up, especially in front of maybe complete strangers. Um, but I feel like people in the program and kind of when you had, like you said, a set time in a set group um, where you got to know people and you felt safe, really allowed people to open up and be more honest. Um, and kind of be more willing to open up and discuss with their peers and with facilitators um, and really have those honest discussions. Yeah, with um, with our meetings, I found it was so, so comforting and it was so safe. And um, I think the biggest part was that it wasn't recorded. And um, these are students that are going through the same exact thing as you. Um, These are facilitators that are going through the same exact thing as you or have went through the same exact thing as you. Um, So you're really in this environment where um, everybody's kind of joining and kind of celebrating what they're going through whilst also um, talking about the mental health aspect of everything. And like you said, having that structured conversation with the videos that um, Radical Health provided and with the conversations um, that were kind of guided um, was so great to be able to touch on so many, so many important things um, that fall under mental health. And it's when we say mental health, it's really a much broader um, scope of uh, individual attributes like that's why I said it was kind of like the umbrella um, but having the structured um, topics and having them pre-organized and the facilitators guiding these conversations um, really made it so efficient to be able to discuss 
different topics that maybe, um, like for instance, maybe one meeting I really wanted to discuss a lot of uh, like three out of the five topics that were discussed. So I'm just giving hypothetical explanation. Um, well, maybe the next meeting somebody else wanted to discuss um, the different topics. So it's like each meeting was so different and there's so much that was touched on and there were so many different things that were talked about that it was such a great place for everyone and everyone really had something to say. Um, and I think, um, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I do think that everyone enjoyed it and I do think that everyone found it to, um, to be very beneficial. Um, and some some aspect of their life yeah that's awesome um and before we move on to um things outside of radical health talking about other things um is there one thing or maybe even a few things that you feel like you're going to continue to use um outside of the program I know all the time I feel like I will read something or watch a video on something and be like oh I really should implement that into my life and then I kind of never do, or I think something will be like really awesome. I'm like, oh, keeping a journal would be awesome for my mental health. And then I kind of don't do it. Um, But uh, do you think you'll keep up with anything or try to make something's um, habit for you? Yeah. So there's (laughs) actually a few things that I've implemented into my life. One of the most basic things that I've been working on recently is active listening and I know it seems like such a kind of like in the back of the head topic really you don't really think about that on a daily basis but um practicing active listening has really helped me connect with people even more it's helped me understand our com- a conversation a lot more and it's helped me engage in a conversation a lot more um another thing that I've implemented quite recently is journaling. Um, I started in the beginning of the month and fortunate enough, I have a journal that actually allows me to track it. So it's kind of like a habit tracker journal. So um, in the month of March, I'm like ticking off um, each day that I journal and it's, um, I try to journal at least two pages, just write two pages a day. doesn't matter what it's about. If you have anything to say, if you don't have anything to say, just write, get that pen onto the paper. Um, And I've been doing that since the first of March and it's been going great. And I cannot stress enough, like how much you should try it. It's been such a great outlet. Um, And even during the radical health sessions, I always emphasize the importance of putting words either to paper or speaking them out loud, um, regardless of what the thought is, um, you need to be able to see it or hear it. Um, and that makes it stick so much more and it makes it really come into reality. Um, and then the third thing that I've been doing kind of on and off around exams, but, um, is yoga, um, kind of the physical movement, And um, I, in the beginning of the um, pandemic, I found my outlet to be through running. I was running a lot. Um, And then I kind of stopped running and I was doing a little bit lighter workouts. um, But for me, moving my body was, has been so important for such a long period of my life that um, even doing something as simple or not as simple as yoga um, is just um, another way to get your body moving, your thoughts flowing and kind of find that um, 
calmness that I think a lot of people seek in such a busy world. (laughs) Yeah, those are awesome. I mean, that's great that you've implemented those into your life. Um, I should probably be better about all of those things. I would love to be better about all those things. (laughs) And I'm sure a lot of people um, are listening to that and saying, wow, I should really take some notes. Um, (laughs) But so you're sort of nearing the end of your freshman year, which is probably crazy for you to think about. Um, And even though, you know, I know so many students, this has been a really different last three semesters, I guess, um, since, you know, they all kind of got sent home. Um, But do you think, um, I don't know if you hear from friends or kids in your classes, like, do you think that students on college campuses um, are kind of seeking out this mental health resources or mental health help? Do you think that there's sort of more of a need that colleges need to be thinking about mental health as a priority? Yes, yes, yes. I cannot stress this enough. Yes. I, if I'm being completely honest, though, um, I didn't know I needed this as much as I did until I actually did it. (laughs) Um, You get so attached to it and become such a priority and such a necessity in your life. Um, But I do think that around college campuses and for college students, even professors or um, university staff, um, I think it's kind of hard sometimes to, like I said before, to just focus on things that are important in life. There are so many other things that we can do with our days and there's so many other things that we want to focus on, whether that be sitting hours on end for an exam or hanging out with friends and going out. Um, But I think when you do a lot of things that distract you from your personal self, even though they do involve your personal self, it really is detrimental to your mental health, no matter how much you don't think it is. Um, I think one of the most important things is finding um, a time or place where you can just sit with yourself and just be with your own thoughts, whether that be with journaling, whether that be with talking to yourself, whether that be with just sitting and thinking and not doing anything. Um, I think that those little things that kind of ground us back to like what we're actually meant to be doing or what we want to be feeling, I think those things are so hard to find nowadays being a college student, um, just being so busy. And especially now with mental health being a topic that's discussed a lot more than it was before. Um, I think it is a necessity. And I think a lot of people would enjoy it so much if they found out that this existed. And if they really dove into radical health, um, I think this could reach such great lengths. And um, I think people need it a lot more than they realize. (laughs) It's such a, it's, it's like, Radical health for me, joining that group and just talking talking for an hour and 15 minutes with those people was like that time that I found for myself, like sitting with your own thoughts and journaling on your own. But that, but it was speaking to other people, just other people were hearing me. Um, so yeah, I definitely do think people do need to hear more about radical health and become more involved. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, we can only hope that it, it reaches as many college kids um, as possible. I mean, and I think what you said is really true that sometimes you don't realize um, that you might need that space and those conversations. I mean, I think a lot of times people think unless they are struggling with sort of a diagnosed mental illness, whether it's depression, anxiety, um, or any range of things that they can't sort of seek that help. Um, but I think, like you said, I think we are starting to shift that conversation and make people realize that you don't have to have been in therapy for 10 years and taking a medication or this doesn't have to be a part of your life since you were a kid. If all of a sudden you turn 20 and you start feeling more anxious or you start having those days where you're feeling depressed, that that is a reason for you to kind of seek the mental health help. And even if you have amazing days all the time and you don't really feel anxious, it never hurts to kind of still have that space to discuss with your peers and hear other people's stories um, and just kind of make make yourself more aware and give yourself the tools that if one day you do kind of start to experience um, those mental health struggles that you will be able to kind of um, give yourself that space to have grace with yourself and have those tools to kind of continue. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Um, I think, yeah. So what, um, I want to ask you, I mean, I know everyone struggles with different things and different things are kind of triggers for people to feel anxious or depressed or any range of emotions. But do you think that there are some like major things that are affecting, um, young people your age in college? Um, and do you think that kids your age are kind of having more of a struggle with mental health than maybe previous generations? Yes, um, I think that some of the most basic forms of stress that a college student can go through is having an exam, deadlines, projects, just the basic things that make your anxiety levels just skyrocket. Um, but besides that, um, I think that with so many things changing in the world in general, um, as of today, as of yesterday, as of a week before, a month before, a year before, so many things are constantly changing. And I think people are starting to kind of realize that, uh, the norms that were held before, um, are necessarily held now and this will change again in time being. Um, but I think um, the importance of mental health around all of these changes is what's the most important thing. And kind of touching quickly on um, what you said about like um, not actually waiting until you need that mental support. Um, I think that people need to make mental health a priority in their life. And I think that needs to be on that top five list of priorities that you have. Whether you put it down as just health or whether you narrow it down to mental health, um, it needs to be on that list of priorities. You need to be able to go back to it and um, kind of refocus on it because you don't want to, um, there's nothing bad with having um, or needing to reach out for mental support. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's obviously encouraged. You should reach out. Um but I think if you're able to, when you're in a stable place in your life um, with your emotions and with the amount of health, 
I think it's the strength of being able to hold that. And I think it's the strength of being able to realize that you always need the mental support and you don't, you don't only need it when you think you need it. Um, You always need the mental support and you always need to center on the mental health and make it your priority. Um, And I think that is something that college students um, and people in general kind of need to realize um, in this day and age that it's um, not always uh, a matter of time, but it's a matter of when and it's a matter of now. Do it now whilst you can. Do it now whilst you have the time because um, in the future you may not have the time even though you think that right now you don't have the time. You have the time Make or if you don't, make the time to make it a priority. Make it a priority. Put it on your top five list and focus on it and work on it um, regardless of what stage you are in your life. Yeah, that's very true. Um, well said. So before we close, um, if you just have like one sentence or a couple sentences, like your favorite piece of advice that you've ever gotten or any advice um, that you would want to kind of put out there for anyone listening, it can be about mental health. It can be about anything you want. Um, just like one last piece of advice to leave everyone with. Yeah, I think it's definitely what I had just said. Make mental health your priority. Um, I can't stress that enough. Um, It's now or never. And um, the more you hold it off, um, the longer it is that you'll be waiting for that amazing um, realization of how much there is to mental health and um, how much there is to the beauty of realizing that you can be your best self. Um, and it's just the little things that you change in life. Another thing that I would probably say is um, get the small wins. Make sure you get those small wins. Make sure it's that whether it's writing two pages in your journal or going on a 15-minute walk, that small win adds to another small win that you'll do in another 30 minutes or in the next day. Do those small wins and um, just take it day by day. Do what you need to do on a day-by-day basis, but make sure you make mental health a priority. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I think um, we had a great conversation today. Um, Thank you so much for coming on the podcast and talking to us about your experience with radical health. Um, and mental health in general, I think that a lot of people will really take something from this conversation and especially you being in college, hopefully other college kids will be able to listen and kind of gain something from this. Um, so thank you for coming on. It was really awesome. Um, so Radical Hope Radio podcasts are available anytime at iTunes, Spotify, and via Amazon Alexa. Um, and for more information about Radical Hope, please visit RadicalHopeFoundation.org and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at RadicalHope underscore FDN. Um, Until next time, stay safe, stay connected, stay hopeful, and remember you are not alone.